really soothing that was a really was. soothing one today sometimes we're you know sometimes we're loud sometimes we're a little um i guess uh screechy people have described it screamy but today a little soothing we today nice. was really about the music which i mm-hmm, like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A- I and so rarely do we get back to our roots in music because this yeah. started as a music podcast you guys <laughs> go back 115 episodes back to when we started this whole shebang. It really, there was no advice. There were no calls. There were no emails. It was all about the music. Just and one of us strumming, the other one just sort of letting loose and riffing. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> God, those are the days. I miss the days um, when we would really riff, Joel. Yeah. RT, retweet if you want us to go back to that. You know, <laughs> old fans know. Hit the retweet button. I do. There should be an episode of uh, Bonus Care that's just... We each have an instrument, and it doesn't matter if we know how to play it. And we just alt, <laughs> and and it's one minute long. <laughs> it's one minute long. Yeah, exactly. You gotta sell it at how long it is because uh, otherwise people would never tune in. Speaking of bonus care, you guys, if you're not checking out our bonus episodes, you are missing out. Um, we just recorded an incredible one um, today. I don't know the order in which they're coming out, so I'm not going to say who it was with. But it was real goofy. They're real fun chats that we're having with all of our friends. Dana, what's our code? What's our code for Sketcher Premium? <laughs> it's urgent. Urgent. Our code is urgent for Stitcher Premium. I believe you get a free month. Download it. Listen to all of the apps. It's really fun. We have a we have a blast. We have a good time. We've an absolute blast. I would say they're more unhinged than the regular podcast, yeah. which I think is a selling point. Yeah, because we're dealing with our friends. We're not dealing with strangers that we care and love. You know, we're dealing with people that we can sort of abuse and be mean and rude to, and yeah. sort of let loose and be our true selves in front of. You know, we really sort of have disrespect. To, yeah, hold back. Sort of, we have. I don't know. Um, we have a standard to uphold on the main pod, but in that standard goes very far out the window when yeah. we record the bonus episodes. And just know that you guys are never going to hear the real us, like how mean we can really be. You're never going to hear that on the on Mm-mm. any version of the podcast. No, that's just in text message <laughs> after we finish recording. <laughs> that's the only way. Wait, Mitra, should we explain what the podcast they're listening to currently is, I guess? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So this is Urgent Care. This is an advice podcast where you call us, email us with questions or problems, and we answer your questions or give you advice to the best of our ability, which, of course, um, is non-existent. Yeah. And legally, if you follow our advice, you cannot sue us. It's yeah. because I said it. Now it's true. And if you love the advice that you're hearing, please give us a call at 323-334-0371 or email us at urgentcarepod at gmail.com. But please yeah. keep it specific and short so yes. you can oh, have a better chance of getting on the pod. And short. Specific and short. My typing, guys. <laughs> huh. Anyways. Ever heard of how- it? <laughs> <laughs> how are you? Um, I'm okay. This, uh, I feel like I had a very just like weird little week, um, uh, but not bad. And then I, I have a pottery update. Okay. I would love to hear. We okay. love your pottery updates. Two things. Um, I, um, just signed, I just did my first, um, Zoom pottery class at home, Whoa. which was awesome. Um, with my the place I'm a member at pot I'll I guess I'll just give them a little plug they're doing like these zoom classes and you they'll like you can pick up clay and fi- like they'll fire your pieces for you but you get you get to do it safely at home it was really nice I was anxious about it I figured I would do a really bad job because it was on zoom and no one could like fix my stuff mm-hmm. for me but it was really nice and one of our listeners 
sent me there's this like very cute little like vintage pottery book that was for sale at a local LA shop and she sent it to me and I got the book because it was so damn cute and it was one of our listeners who had heard all okay. of the our psycho have never sent me anything have never sent me a lead well they yeah they didn't um, send me the book to be fair just the no lead. but not even a lead <laughs> not even a lead never even gotten a fucking lead from one of our ungrateful little listeners okay I think, I think they know that I need it more I need the help more and that you have your shit together in a way no I think it's that you have a specific interest that they can really key into and all I talk about is shit and farts and and fucking. And so they can't really send me leads for shit and farts and fucking. But they can send you things that make you shit, fart, and fuck. So That is true. Well, I do that for them. I gave them that lead, Pure for Men. Remember? Remember those days when I was hawking Pure for Men? spurned, even though I would say four million people have come up to us and said that they use Pure because you told them. They really love it. They really love it. I, I, I have been a little lax in my pure because, I mean, who needs it? Who needs to be regular in these times? But so true. sometimes I enjoy the challenge. Actually, Variety sometimes is the it's spice nice. of life right yeah. now. And I'll take it where I can <laughs> <Yeah>. get it. <laughs> sometimes I like to pinch out a rock hard sharp one, you know, just like a little jagged edge. Yeah. Like a little, Joel, little piece of coal. Joel, I have an update oh. for you. We got Pure for Men as a real advertiser. For we, us? For, for us? Guys. Oh yes. my God. <laughs> I didn't think that good news was possible in the time of Are COVID. you serious? I didn't think. <laughs> this is amazing. You guys are hearing this lot, this news fresh. We really my didn't God. know. We've been angling. We've been go- D- Dana has been going after them for months since pre-COVID. We have been... We have been back and forth playing hardball with these motherfuckers. And I feel like since like the second or third episode. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. How did it happen? Tell us everything. They literally just reached out. They're like, hey, um, would Urgent Care be interested in advertise, you know, in, 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 you know, confirming this advertiser? And I was like, yeah, like literally. Yeah. We talk about it every day. I was like, they've talked about it for free. They can just cut a clip of the fucking podcast. They don't even need a commercial. Yeah, yeah listen yeah. to any episode. There's and your ad. Like, With P, which is like, you know, personal experience. And I was like, yes. Yeah, again. <laughs> again, it keeps me running. It keeps me running. Okay, on empty. It keeps me running on empty because I'm regular. This is unbelievable news. This is like. This is good news. To get good news. This really feels like the end of an era. It really feels like sort of closing the loop on something. You know, and I thought like I wouldn't have that sort of cathartic end until there was a vaccine. But yeah, you know, this is honestly our version of Jim and Pam getting together. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry just like when they did. Okay. I'm going to do it. I'm so happy. I'm congratulations, Joel. This is Thank really you. this was a this is a big win. This is a big win for the whole community. This is your tireless effort. Thank this you. is your activism. I just you got pure for men. <laughs> I just think no matter what you're doing with your butt, it feels good to be regular. Yes, and you, and and put that in the commercial. No matter what you're doing with your butt, it feels good to be regular. We have they to should... save this for the commercial. I know. <laughs> I can't. I can't let it all loose for that. For for now, but... unless you're taking it pure for men. Anyways, Mitra, you got a little book. I, <laughs> I mean, it's true. Like, I really. <sighs> wow. And so, Joel, how are you? <laughs> I don't even know. I'm sort of I'm sort of still reeling. I don't have anything I feel really like we... interesting to share. I'm trying to think of what has happened to me in the past week. I don't even want to give advice. I just want to, like, relish in this win. But I know that we yeah. must. The people are clamoring. We... Yeah, we um we I'm doing fine. I I'm, I'm doing fine. I got a little combative with my therapist, which feels good. I think start a fight with your therapist in these times if you really need to. What? I think it feels Do you really want good. to say what was the fight about? Oh, the fight we were talking about like intimacy and relationships and I've been really wrestling with like what exactly is the point of relationships and I was like, "Well, Jessica, are you in a relationship?" And she was like, <laughs> "Um, I am. And then I sort of grilled her about her relationship for 15 minutes until she finally stopped me and said, this isn't really about me. And I said, I'm just fact finding Jessica. Okay. And then truly asking, because I've never really fought, truly fought with a therapist. 
I wouldn't um, say this was a fight. It was just a little like back and it was a little like, you know, she had to be like, you know, I think we're talking a little bit too much about me. And and to... like, what what do you get out of being combative with your therapist? You know what it felt like? It felt like crowd work. It felt, <laughs> it felt like I was doing stand up and it felt like I was doing crowd work with an audience member being like, how long have you guys been together? Are you in love? Why not? You know, did you ask uh, if they're in love? I did. And did she say she yes? said yes. She did say yes. That's nice. I Good think for she's Jessica. been together with her partner for a while. She I didn't say. She didn't say. Isn't it fucked up that I get to talk? I I get to talk about whatever we talk about in our sessions on a podcast that is listened to by millions, and she can't say <laughs> anything. She can't say anything. She can't repeat any of our funny stories. Any of the funny shit I say in therapy, she can't repeat. How fucked is it, up is, is that? Isn't it so bleak that our big joke on this podcast is that we have a large listenership? <laughs> hey, large enough that Pure for Men wants to advertise That's with us. true. So. We can't even make fun of ourselves anymore because now we like we have we have we reached have the pinnacle. Ads. <laughs> better help and pure for men baby <laughs> suck on that and now you can because it's clean um but in other words i'm doing fine um should we get to this update we should we should get to this update i think okay <laughs> what just kidding i don't know what i can't be combative for no reason oh you're talking about being combative and now i'm like really excited about the idea of being combative oh no <laughs> Okay, what? you were, you were frozen for a second. So all I heard was okay, and then <sighs> what did you say? Oh, I was just saying that I'm having it. Um, I was experimenting with being combative. <laughs> Incredibly, you froze again. So what? I'm just having a no, no, no. I think it's me. I think it's me and my internet. But there's nothing we can do. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. It's really not worth it. I was just saying that I was experimenting with being combative. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> couldn't, I so, couldn't be... cut, so, so take it, take the original audio and splice in me going, ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, makes me nauseous. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mitra, will you please read this, this update from, yeah. Phone? Hey, Mitra and Joel, Joel and Mitra. A quick thought on Chicken of the Sea, the guy catfishing this, quote, celebrity on a dating app. Has he ever considered that he's probably being catfished, too? This is basically the plot to every catfish episode. The celebrity is never really a celebrity. Love the pod. Wow. We've been I've that this this is one that stayed with me. I like I am convinced I'm being catfished at every turn now. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, this is the one that a lot of people have reached out to me. I've got, I got a lot of DMs about this one and people being like, oh, really? it's not okay. A lot of people coming forward with like catfishing stories of their own. A lot of people reaching out and sort of being like, that call was crazy. Um, and so to you, to you, if you're still listening, even though we, we ravaged you on the podcast, I really do hope that, um, you know, that we're not like, we're not mad at you. We're just mad at what you're doing and to stop it. And we still welcome you as a listener. But also I but, did. This was a very interesting point also like Oh yeah. I I think that's I mean I think you have to assume that you are manipulating the person you think you're manipulating but uh they could they could be lying to you too which maybe yeah. would end up being a beautiful love story. Wow. Rom-com. <laughs> Rom-com. Oh my god, who's starring in it? The Keith Stanfield and Barbara Hershey. Who? She's the mom from Black Swan. Okay, I'll Google I mean, her. I'll, there, are, there are like gay men or older than me who are probably like mad that that's the reference that I use for Barbara Hershey, but there we are. That's who mm -hmm. she is to me. Hold on. Okay, great. <laughs> Thank See, you. doesn't it work? Yeah. Great. Have you, ever, <laughs> have you ever been catfished? Just me? Just stupid old me? I've never really used dating apps before. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> well, that's what happens fuck when off. you exclusively date from literally uh, not even within your community, just like a very completely specific overlapping Venn diagrams. Yeah. <laughs> just a very specific pool of ragamuffin looking skateboarding improv dudes. Yeah. That's what you do. Yeah. yeah. You love a man on a board. You love a man on a board who can... Who can pick up a scene? Who yeah. knows beats? I love a man who knows beats. <laughs> hate it, hate it, but it's true. Yeah. Uh, um, well, you know what know. else you hate, but it's true? 
that we have to take a break? We have to take a break. We absolutely have to. I would say, Joel, can we celebrate that you tried to do a transition and this is the first time I've actually picked up on it and participated? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, we'll celebrate it during the break. Okay. There she is, <laughs> DJ Mitra on the one dudes. Um, this is exciting. We're going to get right into it with this first call. Play that track, Dina. Hey, Joel and Mitra, Mitra and Joel, huge fan of both of you. Um, I'm calling to ask about, I guess, <laughs> typical urgent care stuff. So I am bisexual, like straight up. Like, was confused about my sexuality until I was, like, 12 or 13 when I found out what it was. It was like, oh, I'm that. So, like, that's not really the issue. But the problem is is that, I guess, quarantine has had me uh, reevaluating dating and stuff. I haven't dated someone seriously in a few years. But I think I want to. My problem always is I am 6'2", 300 pounds. Like, I'm a big guy. And I'm a pretty hirsute, hairy guy. And I tend to, I guess, be sort of, whenever I tend to, like, try to get with men, it tends to usually, I guess, be typecast as a bear. <laughs> and then sort of, like, fetishized, I guess. And I don't know. I've had it like, twice where I was, like, hooking up with a guy. And it was, like, oh, I <laughs> said something to the effect of, like, I start getting called, like, yeah, fat or hairy or like that's the turn on I guess but like I don't know it doesn't feel good it's like things that I'm I guess self-conscious about and it's weird for them to be fetishized but I feel like because of those features I tend to be sort of cast in that box and then also I feel like because of them I don't do as well dating women um, and that's Typically, I guess, I don't know, I feel nervous about sort of being the pursuer or like, I don't know, I always worry about coming across as creepy. So I, I, I just tend to struggle in both aspects because of these things. So I guess just sort of any general dating tips would be super, super helpful. Um and that's about it. Uh Both of you feel free to sit on my face and... uh if y'all do ever do that episode where you're stoned and like you're taking advice from stoned people, I'm pretty high. So this could be used for that. <laughs> That's all. Bye. Okay. Wow. Okay. So what are we going to name this guy? He's being fetishized. Mm-hmm. Fetishized. He's being cast in a box. Okay. Let me, if this feels too mean spirited, I don't mean it to be mean spirited, but. Uh, there's something about Harry, maybe. Oh, I love that. I love that. There's something about Harry. I don't think that's mean spirited at all. I, I think, don't think. Um, I, I don't mean it in a mean way. <laughs> no. Um. So here's the thing. I don't know that there's a lot of actionable stuff that we can do to sort of fix you outside of therapy. But can I say, as someone who's been fetishized, who has sort of had this like post-colonial like gaze foisted on me from the time I was young that has made me believe that I am not attractive uh, or someone with my features is less than attractive, is I have found that centering people who look at me look like me rather in my porn and my consumption habits has been really effective in transforming the way I view myself. And that's like sort of a, I I don't know if that's like what you're looking for right now from us, but it does sound like you're sort of, it it was like sort of one way to, to take away from the fetishization. It was to just stop prioritizing the affection and the, and sex from like white guys who, you know, look a certain way and fetishization guys. And it's hard because like, depending on where you are, like, like I know I really struggled with this growing up because nobody really looked like me and all the guys seemingly liked people who looked a way that I can never look. Um, I totally agree about like focusing your consumption. Like I, I feel like I, 
I'm a really hairy person. Um, I'm Middle Eastern and just like very swarthy. And it's taken me a long time to sort of like make peace with that and get comfortable with that. And following a bunch of other brown girls on my feed has like fucking changed my life. And following a bunch of girls with like my nose was a big source of insecurity for me. And following a bunch of girls with like big fucking noses has like completely changed the way that I look at myself and I think they're so cool and I love their noses and then after a while you start to like gradually train your brain to look at your nose and be like oh I guess it's not bad and I feel like finding people who look like you that you think are cool and following them is a great way to sort of Mm -hmm. Chip away and there's like, Red, I just did a quick search on Reddit. Big Handsome Men Gone Wild on Reddit, which is a not safe for work thread that is all um, men of your st- statistics, sort of um, all posing nude. They're all amateur. Uh, this is a, the, a this like Reddit, honestly, like just like there's a similar one for Asian guys that I follow. And it really did. It's not it's not in, obviously it's like porn adjacent, but it really did just like people feeling their bodies who look like me, who don't look like me, who look all sorts of ways. Um, but who are like me really did sort of turn things around for me. And I think if you want to take that into an actionable step, I guess it's like finding those meetup groups, you know, um, in real life. I know it's hard right now because of the pandemic, but let's pretend the pandemic doesn't exist. I, have you tried apps like Growler, which I don't know if is, I, I don't have any experience with that. I'm not sure if it's the one you want to be on if you're looking for people who don't fetishize you. I, I don't, I don't, I know it's, it's aimed at specifically men who identify as bears. So I don't know if you, if you identify that way or you want to be identified that way by other people, but there's, there are, there are options, but I think there are also like, I don't know, real life meetup groups that you can go and find people that, you know, look like you. And even if you're not romantically interested in any of them, even if that's, you don't necessarily want to date someone who looks like you, like it's nice to have a support system of people around you who, um, are like you. I mean, everything that you were describing sounds like, obviously it is a horrible feeling to feel fetishized and Joel and I, or it can be like, you know, it like it, some people like it. it. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say it's horrible for everyone. I think I find it incredibly frustrating. Um, but you definitely don't. And I I think, but I think a lot of what you're talking about, some of it is external, but a lot of it is internal. A lot of it sounds like a confidence thing too. And like, we can't tell you exactly how to get confidence, but like, you know, your, your fear of like pursuing a woman or coming off as creepy or like that, uh, you have like the qualities that are just true about you are inherently bad. It's like, all of these things you're using to describe yourself are so negative and, um, I, you know, our classic thing, but just, I really think therapy and focusing on things about yourself that you like too. I mean, I can't, I don't yeah. know. I, you I, said up top, it's a very urgent care type of problem. It's a very urgent care type of advice. Which is, <laughs> talk it out. It's a therapy, baby. Or just look at porn. <laughs> Change the porn you look at. That is a that is like a Hall of Fame answer, I think, is we either tell people to go to therapy or change the porn they're looking at. Um, <laughs> and beautiful. And so I think we solved this one, Mitra. I think we solved it. Good luck. And we'll, fo- we'll follow up if we do a stoned thing. Yeah. Um, but I get stoned about two times a year, so we'll have to make Honestly, it a big deal. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, we should do that. That's a brilliant idea. Um, okay. There's an email. I will read it. Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra. I'm 28 years old and my 10 plus year relationship with my high school sweetheart recently ended. Oh, sad. I'm sorry. Along with the usual heartache that comes with a breakup, there's a lot of emotional infidelity on his end, which has definitely taken a toll on my self-esteem. My therapist and friends all say the same thing. His cheating is not about what I bring to the table and more about his issues. I know objectively this is true. I also know this is all for the best, but my self-image has been rocked so hard that I'm putting myself down a lot, which is definitely not helping in the healing process. I never really had issues with myself and seem until I learned about his cheating, and now I find myself constantly comparing myself to other girls because of it. So my question is, what do you do when you want to feel hot again? Would love any tips on how I can start feeling like fun, attractive Asian queen that I know I am. Thank you in advance. Love the pod. It's been a great source of comfort as I get over my mediocre Asian queen um, sort of 
self long relationship over self a queen self a queen oh yep okay self self a queen self a queen it is it sounds like disgusting i i really would like to say that i know that we're on this 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 trip where we like we go with the first thing but i will say i feel like my my inflection was still in the workshop phase before I was really putting out self esqueen. But I, the more I say self esqueen, I really love self esqueen for this. No, this reader. I, so. I know that you had more to do, but like it, I could tell. But self esqueen is like sort of like <laughs> it just sounds like a little like squishy and like nauseating yeah. in a way that I love. And I don't, yeah. I don't think we're gonna top it on no, this one. You, know, you can just you know, tell well, sometimes. Yeah, it is a classically bad one. So it is it's sort of within. <laughs> what we like to do here and can i say i think the solution here is simple i'm not a woman uh i deal my self-esteem issues are very different there's also a lot of context here obviously um but you i think you what you do is you take your self-esteem you take a bunch of fucking hot ass pictures of yourself photoshopped to the gods cinched snatched pushed up in places wherever it needs to be and you take it to the gods (laughs) you take it and you say and you say to the internet you say here's my self-esteem do something about it okay (laughs) and that should be the caption yes i find listen whenever i'm feeling down not even just about myself like, if you go through my Instagram and you pull any picture where I look even remotely hot, you can just, you just know I'm feeling bad about something that day. Cause I don't oh give God. a shit otherwise. Like, literally every pick of me by a pool, you know I lost a job that day. Yeah. If I look good, I'm broken. Yes. <laughs> Deep I, I down also to think my core. just in like, in this is not the exact question, but, but I, I do feel like, like, I feel like doing like trying to do like one small thing every day that makes you feel like productive or good about yourself, even if it's just like I will wash the dishes in my house mm. today or something. I feel like when I'm in a breakup funk, it's so hard to do anything for myself that's positive. And I think like on the road to feeling better about yourself is feeling like you're taking good care of yourself. I do feel hotter when the dish when the dishes are done. I do. I do. I feel I feel hotter when my house is clean. When my house is clean, I am naked in it. Yeah, okay? well it's like a sad person lives in a sad person's house. Like I I like this weekend, um you know, this is a, like a little tangent, but like okay. I've been in a huge funk and wit and I cleaned my whole house because I've just been so Sorry. bummed out and like such a mess and it's it, like somebody's a little whipped. Yeah. <laughs> Whipter Thomas. <laughs> um, and it, and it was just like, oh yeah, like I, I really was like, I, I need to do maintenance on myself. And I forget to do that when I'm in my little funks. And you can't always do it all every day, but doing like one little thing when you are able to, it's like, okay, I feel like I can do one small little thing. I will jump rope for five minutes mm-hmm. or something. Like, that's and you know off to the side of this but i think like breakups are hard (laughs) breakups are hard breakups are hard and you need to start you need to start accumulating it's and it's not going to happen in the wild listen people are or people are really going easy on people out there right now with regard to nonsense on social media so i say invest in a ring light get like get some new underwear a be suit. unhinged. Be unhinged right now because you're going to like literally you're going to need the photos for your dating app profile. You're going to need it. OK, it's summer. Also, you can you can it's summer. Do get a out there by photo. a rock. Get out there by a rock. Stand by a rock. Squat by a rock. Arch yes. your back by a rock. Ass out bikini. Gorgeous lighting. Get a friend to take the photo for you. Six Let's feet go. away. It doesn't matter. You know how far these iPhones can zoom now? They can zoom so close to you. You never even got to come in contact with a germ. I say, I think it's the answer is clear here. Slutty self photos, self-esqueen, yeah. and clean your house. Clean your house, <laughs> slutty photos, smoke a joint, look at yourself in the mirror, put on a song that you dance to, and dance like your fucking ass depended on it in front of the mirror. I did that literally today. And then may or may not have jerked off. Jerking off to yourself is not okay. Is not bad either. I love that. Okay. Have you ever, have you ever done... Um, 
fuck what's it? pony sweat what pony sweat is um it's in la it's like a dance uh class but they have these uh online like youtube dance workout videos and it's just fun music and really easy i feel like that's such a like a i come back to that a lot as a mood booster i often will start doing it and be like why am I doing this? This is so dumb. Cut to 30 seconds later. I'm fully crying <laughs> dancing to a song because I'm like, I deserve to feel good. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm picturing sort of like a this is me sort of moment. That's what I want out of a picture. Class. Yeah. I mean, picture me doing isolations while in a full sob. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Just wonderful. Just what I Just wanted to hear. And I will wonderful. say, listen, don't 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 put up some like selfie headshot above the above the shoulder bullshit either. Okay. I don't care what you look like. Get set up at least for the at the very least. Not selfie camera. Turn the camera around. Set the timer. Figure out your lighting. Make it good. Make it full body. Make it arched by a rock. Like I said earlier we want we want psycho full body yes. hot slutty model makeup produce something shot. that says that something that literally tells the story i just got out of a 10-year relationship but i'm still hot baby Woo! okay pictures worth a thousand words you only need 10 okay <laughs> this, what was it well, this is my self-esteem do what something I, do something <laughs> do something about it jesus okay um oh and yeah, hang out with friends, blah, blah, blah. Make yourself hang dinner, out with blah, friends. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do what yeah, you yeah, need yeah. to do. You, you know. But Dude. again, I think the internet, you know, it, it can take away, but it can really give too. It can really give some some special delights. Those likes really come in fast and furious. And maybe, you know, go on Reddit and post on one of those threads that I was talking about earlier. <laughs> well, <laughs> People are and, just posting the pictures of themselves naked and getting all the likes. And keep and keep an eye, if you post it in your stories, keep an eye on who's sending you the like yes. the, the fire, flame, whatever. No one needs to do that. So if they're doing it, there's a motive. Yeah. But don't look too closely at who's watching your stories because that's a rabbit hole you don't need to go down. I never... I, I don't understand the, the way that works, so I just don't do it. Well, I don't think they're very transparent about the way it works. It seems like it knows who I love in my heart, and it always puts those people up top so that when they stop looking, it's apparent. That's what I say. Are you listening? Instagram? Producer Dana Am I at the top of the off. list? Am I at the top of my li- the list? You are actually. You're at, you're pretty high on up on the list. Congrats! Okay. I love it's that. you and every man I've ever wanted to fuck. Um, <gasps> I love that. And you're, sta- <laughs> you're standing atop them like you conquered them. I'm uh, standing among giants. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we got another call. Thank God, because I was tired of reading. Dana, please play the call. Hi, Mitra and Joel. Joel and Mitra, big fans. Um, so today was my birthday, and happy my birthday. parents called at mid- uh, midnight to say happy birthday. And then right. while they were calling me, my sister called me at midnight, and I couldn't answer her. And then um, after I was done with my parents, I called my sister back, and um, she answered. And when she answered, um, I think she was having sex. You know, you hear that, like, little, like, <laughs> sex noise and her just like not paying attention so um a a college student who's not mentally or emotionally prepared for anything right now um how do i confront her about this or should i confront her about this um is there a way to get more gifts out of it um so and um also, I would like advice on how to get that sound and imagery out of my head. Okay, thanks. Okay. Sound and imagery. Sister sex. Birthday sex. Um, okay. Sister why? Like sister why? Yes. <laughs> sister why? And you know it works when you have to immediately launch into the yeah. explanation of why you do Now, it. is it sister? Uh, now, do we spell out the word why or is it sister why? Wait, what? Sister W-H-Y or sister why? Oh, I feel like um, sister why. So then we're closer to the thing. <laughs> okay. Wait, as in spelled. Yeah. Okay. Thoughts? Okay. No, I love it. Okay. I love it. I re- did you not I reacted 
positively to it. I don't know what else you need. But from but me. your face was like a frozen shell. Okay, that's because <laughs> my computer froze. Okay, stop shaming me for my technology. Let's get back to the question at hand. Sorry. What the fuck does this woman do? Um, I feel bravely like she should do absolutely nothing. Oh really? Yeah. I mean, do you? I would never want confirmation that my sister felt comfortable fucking me on the fuck. <laughs> <laughs> fucking well on the phone. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, I Dana think, has left the building. <laughs> I think it's just, for me, the reason that I do think that she should confront the sister is so that she can get closure. Get closure. Closure get, 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 get closure on it, okay? <laughs> and I think the way she does that... Get closure. Get closure. Right? No. What is you that? You sort of... It doesn't matter. I the way you did the g- 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 get closure made me think of a song, but I I regret. It sounded what like I did. the Bewitched theme song. It's um, Crazy Frog. <laughs> and tell the listeners what Crazy Frog is, Mitra. Ding ding So, huh? Okay, you're right. It was not worth it. Um and. You tried to warn that. me. You tried, tried to, warn to warn me. You. You're standing just... outside the cave. You said, don't go in there. There's nothing in there for you. You said, get out of my way. <laughs> I pushed you down. Fell into quicksand. <laughs> You're dead. <laughs> Never um, to be seen again. Ah! Um, <laughs> I think that I think she needs to get a little bit of closure. And I think the way she does that is she sits across the dinner table from her sister or on the phone the next time. And she says, what were you? What that it sounded like. And then you insert wild scenario you just need to start guessing around everything around sex like were you wrestling were you getting attacked were you like what was like you need to make her say it i think you need to make your sister say it so that you can laugh about it and because the only way this will ever leave you is if it is confirmed that she is she was having sex or not and then it becomes a joke that and something that you can laugh about Here's what I do think is that she wasn't having sex. That's what I truly think because it's a voicemail. I feel like if you're going to call while fucking, you you do it she would do it in real time so there's no evidence. Yeah, why would you leave a voicemail while you were fucking at that point? Well, why would you call while you were fucking? Have you ever called somebody while you were have you ever talked on the phone while you've been having sex? No. Have you I've never even talked on the phone when it's been intimate. Like I've never like make out sesh, hand job, blow job, never on the phone. No. Phones off. Phones away. Phones this is away. some real But I guess like if they're close sisters, maybe. Maybe there's not I mean, there's so much time in a day, you know? Or maybe there's a whole story about like how she, you know, is trying to get pregnant and there's only certain times in the day that they can have sex. You know? Maybe there's a whole story that we don't know about that makes this plausible, but it doesn't seem plausible, does it? I just feel like if you think this is true about your sister, then your family is nuts. Yeah, your family's <laughs> gross, actually. Your family's really fucking gross. And Mitra didn't want to say it, but I'm going to go out there and say that your family is gross. And that is something. That's why I want you to find. That's why I want you to confront her. I think you can even bring it up. Say it. Don't, no, don't even talk around it. And just be like, <laughs> it's, it, was so, it sounded so gross. It sounded like you were having sex. And then your sister can say she's not going to she's not going to admit it. She's going to say, no, idiot. I was putting my hand in slime. I'm big into slime like the kids are now, okay? <laughs> I was stirring a pot of macaroni on my bed. Um, macaroni I'm using WAP vibes, inner, yeah. yeah <laughs> imagery at this point. She can give you some reasonable explanation so that you at least have plausible deniability to lean on at that point. And you can sort of go away and stop imagining this awful, awful thing. There's no way you're going to get money out of this. You greedy little... You're not getting a gift for this. If if somebody brought this up to me, I'd be like, ew, what? No. Even if it were true, I would go, ew, what? No. And then I would be mad at them. Even if it weren't... Even if it was true, I'd be like, how dare you? But that being said, I think she needs to bring it up. I think she needs to bring it up as a joke. And I think she needs to get that plausible deniability because otherwise what what, she will never stop thinking about it. Okay, I'm in agreement with you. Pop off queen. Ask your sister if she fucked on the phone and then let us know (laughs) if she did. (laughs) Yeah, that more importantly, I mean, maybe I'm sending her down this path because I'm a little imp. I'm a little troll. And I just want to know what she was actually doing or slash 
what the excuse will be. Yeah, I mean, we want the update. We crave the update. Yeah, there's one thing we love. It's updates. There's just the one. You know what other thing we love? Those two things? Uh, is an, an email. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say we we take a break, but we can also... Okay, and, I, yeah. and I thought you were doing... I actually thought you were doing like a patented Joel segue into a break. But what we is, understand is that I don't know how to initiate a segue. Like I can... I'm, I've, as of today, learned how to accept the handoff for a segue. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I can't learn it all in one But day. we got Pure for Men to think about now. This next ad could be a Pure for, <sighs> for Men ad. We don't even okay. know. Dana, so, please make sure the next ad is a Pure for Men ad. If it's not, we're going to scream. <laughs> Let's go to a break. Okay. Okay, I hope we were happy. I hope we were happy with what oh, we just heard. Oh, it better be pure for men. Oh. Uh, finally, people can stop Venmoing me dollars when they use it. They can just buy it and we'll get the money that way. Does that still happen? Sometimes. Sometimes I, I can that. tell when someone's doing a re-listen who's starting. So when we put them through the pay, but behind the paywall, it's sort of dropped off a little bit. But I think eventually the Stitcher Premium subscribers who are going through the old apps are really having a heyday love and venmoing me one dollar i love that i love those little notifications all right you were so excited before here's the email why don't you go ahead and fucking read it Mitra? okay hi joel and mitra mitra and joel i'll cut right to the chase my roommate is using meth and lying Oof. to my face about it which makes me super uncomfortable but hasn't really affected my life at all since i found out my roommate we are both cis gay men is very open about his history with meth and made it sound like his addiction was in the past however he let slip one night that he had relapsed a while back, and when I asked him if he was currently using, he denied it. I looked in his bedside table when I was out. I know. I suck. I found two burnt crack pipes with a teenth? Teenth? Or is that supposed to be right? Tenth? Maybe. I think I'm I'm not familiar with the lingo either, but I'm going to say tenth. I, yeah. There's two E's in this, which is why maybe I'm Maybe teeny? Maybe, just, teeny? maybe it's supposed to be teeny. Okay. Listeners... Um, I guess teach us about the meth stuff if you want to follow up. (laughs) A teeny bag of crystal meth. I've checked every few weeks. There's always a few pipes and a fluctuating amount of crystal. So I know this is ongoing. But here's the thing. So far, his addiction hasn't impacted my life at all. We get along just fine. He still pays rent. He keeps his space clean and he keeps to himself. And I'm a big fan of recreational drugs myself. So this does feel a bit like the pot calling the kettle black. But I've had horrific experiences with friends using meth and I've lost a few to the drug. So part of me is is nervous that this is going to blow up in our faces further down the road, given unstable housing and jobs are right now. Do I talk to him about it and reveal that I invaded his privacy? Do I mind my own business and stay out of it? I know how awful and all-consuming drug addiction is. So how do I balance compassion with him for, with self-preservation? Love you both. And thank you in advance for any help you can offer me. Joel, sit on my face. Mitra, sit on my heart. <laughs> That's gorgeous. I really appeals. That. Really appeals to each of our yeah. our proclivities. <laughs> um. Okay, so he's an inspector. He's a snoop. Um. Um, like sort of roommate. Sherlock Holmes vibes. Sherlock. Um. What I immediately go to in our classic way, classic way, which is not the name, is Sherlock Holes, of course. <laughs> okay, no, not. I, see, I was even going to go slightly more tame and Sherlock Holmes because they're. But that's. I don't like that. Okay. I don't like okay, that. Okay. I think we need to give this one another shot. I do feel that there's more fun to be had with this yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jessica. Okay. Crystal Math. Um, Jessica Felcher. Jessica Fletcher, Murder She Wrote. Detective, oh, famous detective, felching yes. a disgusting gay act. Um, oh, do you uh, not know a, what that is? I do not know what that is. Felching is when you come inside the butt and then you suck the cum out of the butt. <laughs> <laughs> it, it really like the name it really matches a, the act. Onomatopoeia, uh, really, in a lot of ways. Like it's, that is like felch, felch. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Jessica Felcher. <laughs> Jessica Felcher it is. This is a tough one. 
<laughs> this yes. is a real tough one because it is wrong that you invaded his privacy. I believe a- addiction or no addiction, I think it is wrong to invade someone's privacy like that. And there is no real clean way I think you can reveal what you did without having to apologize to him at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, I I think the thing that makes me most bummed, not most bummed out about it, but like that the reason you looked is more about preservation and less about this person's health and safety. I think like it, it's hard to come from a place of concern when that's not the whole reason why you care. Yeah, because unfortunately, I think you don't tell him. Um, I I think that you do. There is a way to help him now, maybe. Um, But I don't think you tell him because I think that that is going to put him on the defensive with you. And I think you want to remain if you care about this person is more than a roommate, then I think you want to um, maintain sort of a good relationship with them. And I don't think uh, just with my experience with addicts that you want them to know that you invaded. And I would say, stop, stop checking once was enough. And it seems like, you know, that it, um, that, that the first time you checked was bad, but it sounds like you keep doing it. And I would say, stop that. I would say, stop that right now. Yeah. Am I wrong? I mean, what I think is like the checking isn't, this person has checked multiple times, confirmed over and over again that is continuing. So I don't think there's any value in continuing to look because it you've already done it a bunch of times and it's definitely happening. So you don't need any more proof that it's happening. It's more just a question of like, can you find a way to bring this up at all? I guess. Well, I think like- he can. I actually think he can because he brought the roommate brought up to him before that he had relapsed a while back okay yeah and i think like right now is the time to be checking in on people like if you are if you have that kind of relationship where he is confiding in you that he relapsed i think right now in the height of our pandemic is like the time to be like hey i know you said you relapsed before but i just wanted to check in and make sure you are doing okay now and that might give him he might be waiting to talk about this i don't know or maybe he won't maybe he'll lie to you again about it but, but the, like, I think like you saying, like, I invaded your privacy, I invaded your space, and I know this to be true about you isn't going to make him open up and like mm-mm. accept your help. You have to want help. Um, but yeah, I think what you can do is what Joel said is bring it up and or like not bring up that you've been spying because I, I, you know, I don't support the transgression, but I don't think you're going to make any headway with your roommate by admitting to it. Yeah. I also, uh, there is sort of an urgency matter to address. Like, I uh, I don't know. Uh, I've never used meth. And I don't condone the use of meth because it is uh, a scary, addicting drug that can, can and has ruined so many lives. But it's, but I... But I, 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 like, I don't know that this situation warrants, like, an immediate, like, intrusion on this person's life. I mean, it is a hard time know. right now. I don't know it's what to do. So it seems hard. like it, it also, like, I would be really curious to hear from our listeners, like, people. We, it seems like we have a lot of people who have, like, great amounts of, like, training and education and stuff. Um, I do think, like... You like this person is your roommate. You don't really call this person your friend. So I wonder if you have any mutual friends that you can speak with. I think also like I don't go there, spilling his his his, his no no. But if you like have like close mutual friends or something yeah. like that, like I think it helps to like I don't think blow secrets, but I think you can like talk around the thing and see if somebody knows about this or like. Hey, have you like checked in on this on this guy? How do you think he's doing? He's been a little distant from me or whatever. I don't know. Like it's hard. It's it's not your life, but it's also like you're coming from a place of personal experience and trauma with this too. Like you've you've lost friends to this exact drug. So that that's a scary place to be in and it's like I know that you're coming from a place of fear and concern. I mean we could always lie. You could always lie too. You could always, like, he could come home one day and you could work yourself up into sort of a tizzy and sort of be like, 
and then he'll be like, what's up? And you can be like, my good friend relapsed on that. And it was so scary. And you can, you're obviously making this up right now, but if you can make yourself cry about this in front of him, maybe like an Oscar winning performance, an Oscar winning performance, maybe that's all he needs. He is gay. Sometimes all we need is an Oscar winning performance to really turn things around for us. Maybe you could get, you could get a beloved sort of like character actress. Kate Blanchett. (laughs) Come over to your house and sort of perform this moment. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is a tough one. This is a tough one. I would not talk about how you invaded his privacy. I would stop invading his privacy and I would, um, you know, until this becomes an issue for him, sort of take these smaller steps of checking in and, um, maybe trying to, you know, cry in front of him about it. And like, you cannot make this person do anything this person does not want to do. All you you can do is like... Lead with love, baby. <laughs> yeah. If he's the fuck, the first fucking functional meth addict, then God bless him and keep him. I guess. Um, I don't know if that's going to hold true. He sounds like he knows that. I, I, I wish you well. <sighs> Good luck. Should we move on to our next email? Yeah, Oof. Joel Jessica Felcher. Ugh, yeah, Joel. Oh, this is a big one. This, this is a big, big one because I already know. Do you want to read it or do you yeah, want me to read it? I will it? read it. I'll read okay. it. Okay. I, I put together the list and I saved this one for last because I knew how much it would mean to Joel. And, I, and I didn't know that we were getting pure for men. So I thought this was going to be this is a the big win. day for me. I thought this was going to be the big win that we would get a, an email about yeah. this topic that we're about to hear. But then we got pure for men. So it's really top and bottom. Like this is a banner yeah. episode for Joel, period. Huge, huge for me and everyone who's team Joel on this podcast. Because as we know, it's a very adversarial. Serial setup. <laughs> um, and you can either be Team Joel or Team Mitra. There is no in between. You can either be Team Mitra or Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and so it's a pretty big day for Team Wrong, okay? I'm going to read this email and you'll find out why this is such a banner day for us. <laughs> My little Joel lights. Hi, love you both equally. I have a mold situation in my apartment. That's Woo! right, everyone. The return of mold as a theme here on Urgent I have lived there with my boyfriend for four years. The apartment is crumbling and the mold keeps coming back due to dampness. My boyfriend is talking about finding a new place, but here's my problem. I don't really want to continue the relationship. I think I realized this last year, but we had a three-week overseas holiday planned in February, which I really wanted to go on. Plus, we had booked a non-refundable accommodation. I thought after the holiday, I would end the relationship but the pandemic happened we have been in lockdown that has extended until september i know you guys said no big life decisions during quarantine but it has really gone on forever i was happy to keep the relationship kind of just going along during the pandemic because i do really still love him i just don't think i want to be with him forever but now i am sad to think that maybe he can sense that i'm not totally in love anymore and this mold is making me crazy should i just learn to deal with the mold should i stay with my boyfriend and move to a new place or should i break up with my boyfriend do i deserve this bad karma because i wanted to go on that holiday holiday thank you for your help now i would like to say this person is clearly from the uk because they spelled mold m-o-u-l-d which well, you got in there is illegal illegal <laughs> and they keep saying holiday which is crazy so we know this person is maybe a nanny you know you know, like nannies are british sure. famously, <laughs> nanny mcphee nanny mcmold well nannies are british au pairs are french yeah babysitters are from the u.s yeah yeah so, again, I say Nanny McMold. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. And also, I just want to say... Poppins? Uh, I love that. I just wa- actually hate to admit this, but two days ago, watched <laughs> the new Mary Poppins. <laughs> I watched it on a plane. I don't remember hating it. I don't remember um, loving it either. I hated it, but... <laughs> uh, well, you... Which That's one do you my like big better? political stance. I like moldy poppins. Moldy poppins, but I also like Nanny McMold. So I feel like it's it it's both. <laughs> I think I think we'll say my, Nanny McMold is funny. Nanny Mc, Nanny McMold is funny <laughs> because it is of course a play on Nanny McPhee. But yes. you don't really get that from the name. So I think yes, we <laughs> do have McMold. to go. We, we got to go with the worst one, which is Nanny, Nanny McMold. But and it will for the if this uh, this must be title of ep and it must be with a U. Yes. Uh, <laughs> gotta get that you in there so they understand the reference obviously if gotta get you that you in there the you wasn't wasn't in there they wouldn't understand nanny mcmold at no all. it really it takes it from uh an, an 
from a B plus to an A minus. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, also, I, I loved it. Sorry. Nope, you before go. we get into the thing, I just want to say I loved that you called your your followers Joelites. <laughs> and I've decided that mine Please. are going to be called Mitrinis. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Mitrinis. <laughs> Mitrinis. Mitrinis is so much better than Joelite. <laughs> Um, was a, a split decision and I regret it immediately. I have no improv training. Um, okay. Um, uh, as though improv, as though four years of improv training would have helped me come up with a better name for my followers. And you would get, you would get the iconic Mitrini. Mitrini. That is like, if you really want a stark sort of side by side of what improv training looks like and what it doesn't look like, you have Mitrini and, and Jolites. To, well, if to you, think. if you pay for whimsy, you can come up with Mitrini. <laughs> Perfect. Um, with regard to this email, Nanny McMold, I would first like to say I don't remember saying not to make any big life decisions during the pandemic. Possibly we did. Possibly I think that now it might have that possibly I think it might have been something we said when we thought maybe it wasn't going to last for us. I feel did. that I, I do think we said it, but I think we said it when it seemed like it was going to last for like a month. A lark. Yeah. I think um, it was like people were being fucking insane in the beginning. And it was like, mm-hmm. this is going to be over. Don't be don't be right. silly. And now it's like, change your life, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I, I gotta say, the mold has given you the perfect out. I mean, not the perfect out. It's mold, and it is a stressful thing to move. But you gotta move. You cannot stay in the mold. I can tell you firsthand that the Get mold is there. killing you. Okay? The Get mold is slowly killing you. Are you fucking kidding me, lady? We are in the middle of a pandemic that specifically attacks your lungs, and you're considering mo- staying in the mold house. To not rock the boat. Now that we can respect, Mitra and I both can respect that, but you got to get out. And get out. you cannot move with this man. For his sake, you cannot move with him. I think you knew this. He, she had to know that this was the advice that we were going to give. This is, this is one of our, this is our, one of our lovely callers calling and asking for validation for a decision that they want to make, I yeah. think. And um, we're only playing ball because there's mold involved. Let me be I want to, yeah, I want to say, you're going to break up with this person. You must break up with this person. But we love to talk about mold. <laughs> we love it. We love it because I knew you had it before you even wrote in. I could sense it. I woke <laughs> up this morning and I said, Nanny McMold. Yeah, Nanny Joel McMold. Shot, shot out of our shared bed and just screamed, <laughs> Nanny McMold. <laughs> She's got it. <laughs> I went, babe, babe, go Come back to bed. <laughs> we're not. It's we're. It's it's almost time for our our morning our morning fuck. <laughs> but not when, yet. Not yet. No, our morning fuck when Mitra fucks me. Yeah, and then at night, it's the I other fuck way Mitra. around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> sort of a lady hawk situation. Well, um, I'm like a I'm a morning person. Joel's a night owl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So whoever's got the most energy does does yeah, the penny. does the work yeah does yeah. the real work um, <laughs> yeah I don't there's not much to discuss here okay I don't think you're a bad person for for staying with him for the vacation certainly you would not be the first person to stay with someone because you had non refundable accommodations but I think you're gonna feel really bad if you stay with this person into this new place yeah I really hope this episode is airing before you make any long term decisions with this guy because you gotta get up you gotta get up I feel so bad for him. I do. I feel bad for him. And you and you clearly do too. You have empathy for him. But staying with him is not going to make him feel better in the long run. Yes. You're not doing anyone, either of you, any favors by continuing a relationship just because it's a hard time. If you have the ability to get to a new place, get to a new place ASAP without mm-hmm. your boyfriend. And get it checked. Get it checked, Nanny McMold. Yes. <laughs> Get that place checked out. Okay. Wow. We did it. Is there nothing else? There's nothing else. There's nothing There's else we could possibly do. Literally nothing else we could possibly do at this point other than God, I can't even bring myself to say this and the episode. Oh. But before we do, mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm saying this. Oh, I feel like such a fucking shell. But um, please rate and review us. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Yes. Um, it's a travesty. As I've said, there are lesser podcasts than us, which we won't name, um, who have more reviews than we do. 
And I know that it's not for lack of trying. I know a lot of you have tried, but I, you need to try harder. Yes, need to leave we want reviews. We want reviews. We want them to be nice. Yep. And we want oh, five yes. stars. And we want we you want subscribing to us. And if you like, hopefully at this point you're already hearing the pure for men ads, but hopefully the pure for men ads alone are enough for you to want to subscribe and listen yep. to the next episode to see and how give, long and give, they put up with because pure for men is reading the reviews and they said if you don't get up to a thousand reviews by the end of the year we're cutting our support and we're ending the podcast weirdly they have the power to do that Fuck. I yeah know. i forgot that they bought earwolf yeah <laughs> Pure they for Men bought, owns Earwolf. It's a really weird situation. It's sort of a pyramid, you know, of power. And Pure for Men is at the top. Okay. So <laughs> if you want, ironically, Pure for Men is at the top. Um, um Slay? <laughs> I know. I've been killing it today. Wait, and then, so you got sponsored and I learned what felching is. So yeah, <laughs> we both is, had really big days. Yeah, this has been one of the gayer episodes in a while, I would say. Um, okay, listen, if you want your advice uh, to be answered by either Mitra or I, you can call us again. The number is 323-334-0371. Or you can email us urgentcarepod at gmail.com. Please email us updates on what's going on with you now. If you are a, an expert on addiction and substance abuse and you'd like to offer any words of wisdom to the gentleman who is invading his roommate's privacy and, uh, you know, because he's addicted to meth, I, by, by, by all means, please please do so. Uh, we would love to hear from you. Mitra, any final words, any final things you want to get off your chest before we leave? I love you. You know what? That was going to be mine. I love you too. And I love <laughs> producer Dana and I love producer Ryan and we love new producer Marina who is joining us today. Um, welcome her to the Earwolf family, everyone. I can hear the clapping from here. It's been amazing. Thank you, July. Thank you, Colin Anderson. Thank you, everyone at Earwolf. Goodbye. No! It's gotta be wicked.